Hey, Sam here from RecipeThis.com and the author of the Complete Air Fryer Cookbook. Today on the Magic with Gadgets podcast, I want to show you just how easy it is to cook an impossible quiche in the air fryer. So I've just dropped the kids off at school and I'm just walking back home and I wanted to talk to you about what I am cooking for dinner. What I am making is an impossible quiche. The idea behind the word impossible is that what happens is you mix it like you're uh, mixing all your frittata ingredients together and then you add in some flour and the flour sinks so it creates like a pretend pastry and it's kind of halfway between a quiche and a frittata and it's absolutely delicious and it's perfect for making ahead and just having something to snack on. Uh, we're on a day out catching up with some family and friends tomorrow, so the idea is that we can have it for when we are done. And we can also take it in the car as a nice snack as well, and I just love it. So I'm just heading home now, and since I get back in the kitchen, I can talk you through the recipe because it's absolutely brilliant. And it's also on RecipeThis.com as well if you want more of a visual element. So let's talk impossible quiche. I mean, basically, if you've not had one before, it's kind of more like a frittata, but with a little bit of flour added in. And it's just so easy to do. So the idea being, it's like when you made the old cheese, cheese flans like you had at school. You mix everything in the jug and then you pour it into the flan dish. Well, it's a similar thing when you're doing this, but the only difference to a normal, a normal frittata is you're adding in a bit of flour. So, just like any quiche, you can have any things in there that you want. So for mine, when I'm, I'm making a quiche or a frittata, I make use of whatever leftovers I've got in. So if you're doing them for the air fryer, you can um, cook some things first that you want to add in, or you can just add in and keep it simple with just some cheese. It's just totally up to you. So for mine, what I've got here out of my fridge, so I fancied a vegetarian one, is I've got some spring onion, and some cherry tomatoes because I love both of those things and they're just perfect in this kind of recipe. These spring onions are quite big. So I'm going to get two of these in, I think. And then, of course, if you're just looking a bit ropey, your spring onion I'm talking about here, uh, then you can just add, take a layer off it. And if you're in the US and you're wondering what on earth am I talking about, then depending where you live, you might refer to them as scallions or green onions. You know, why do they have to have such silly names for everything? You know, I mean, spring onions. I mean, it's not like we just eat them in spring, is it? And it's like, it's like the purple onion. It looks like a purple, the onion, yet we call it red onion. You know, no wonder people get confused when they're choosing ingredients. I'm just chopping away this last bit of onion here. 
Right, once your onion's done, that can go in as well. So I'm just loading it all into this massive jug that I've got. It's one of those uh, Pyrex ones. And I tell you, I got it for nothing. I love this jug. It was when we lived in Portugal and they used to run deals for the local supermarket. And it was something like um, every time you spend a tenner in the supermarket, which is 10 euros, um, you got a stamp. So you were like collecting stamps on this on this um, scheme. And then at the end of that, if you got them all within X amount of months, uh, it depends on how many you had to what you could choose for free. So there was, uh, there was jugs, there was bowls, there was all sorts. And because we did all our shopping in that same place, and we were obviously buying stuff for recipe this as well, we coined in a lot of them. And then also it was, um, close to Christmas and we bought the kids Christmas presents on the supermarket as well so we ended up being able to get all of the full set rather than just one thing so I've also chopped a few cherry tomatoes in there as well I'm just trying to think how many there was there and then after this I've got my cheese I'm going to go with about three ounces of cheese because I've also got other ingredients in there so you can go and measure it in cups or you can measure it in grams, depending on how you prefer to do it. I'm more grams because I love the accuracy of it. But of course, we have everything in cups as well, if you prefer to do it that way. So already in my jug, my jug's getting built up already. It's already got the onion, cheese and tomato in there. Then I'm going to add some seasonings in as well. So I've got some mixed herbs here. And then you can add another seasoning of choice. Uh, you know, some good options is like some oregano or some thyme or you can use some basil it's totally up to you i'm just looking for my kitchen cupboard now and choosing something sophia's been in my cupboard and rearranged everything so i can't find anything now she does it when she's bored and cooking okay, what have i found here So I've got some oregano as well and I'm adding that in and then you can give it a good stir a dessert spoon does a great job you just want to give it a quick mix and then you can start adding in your eggs and your milk and then of course your flour I find that five eggs is perfect but we use large eggs and your eggs might be smaller or bigger than ours so I'm just gathering up a load of eggs. And then you can start cracking in all your eggs. That's two, three eggs, four eggs. And then the last one's number five. Why is it you always have issues with one of them? I just couldn't get my finger in there. Right, 
then break up your eggs and mix everything together. And then because of how many eggs you've got in here, you'll have, uh, it'll be quite liquidy now. And then you also need to get yourself some milk. So I'm just going to grab some from the fridge. Said about half a cup is perfect, which if you're on UK measurements like me, then that's about 120 ml. So pour in your milk and then give it another stir before we add in the flour. And then if you think it's not herby enough, because I'm always looking for the green in there, then you can add in some more. And I haven't added in any salt and pepper yet. I don't know why I've forgotten my salt and pepper. And then once you've done that, let's go and grab some flour. You need some self-raising flour. And then I've got a little bit left in this bag. I think this is enough. Might not be, I might need a little bit more. And then you need 125 grams. Which I was right, my bag's empty. I'm going to grab another one. I've been trying out some new recipes uh, for our second cookbook, uh, which you can now pre-order on Amazon. Um, it's called Air Fryer Easy. And um, in that we have got Impossible Quiche, but we've been trying out a lot of other recipes uh, with some flour because there was a particular recipe I was trying to get perfect for you. So I've got a lot of flour in at the moment as I'm testing still. So now I've got my flour in, so gently, because you don't want the flour escaping, is to mix in the flour with your ingredients. If you live in the US, 125 grams is the equivalent of one cup, so it's easy to measure it out. And then what I do is, um, as it's starting to mix together nicely, you want to get in around the edges for any bit of the flour that's kind of not got mixed. And then once you're happy with your mixing skills, then you can start pouring it into your quiche dish. So I've just got a little bit of flour stuck to the spoon, so I'm just going to mix that in. And then it's ready for pouring in. So I've got a brilliant quiche dish. It's what I've used in cookbook number one as well. And it works for pies, quiches, tarts, anything like that that needs it. So with this mixture, it's just touching the top. So I'm always careful that I'm not overfilling it. And then if you've got any floury bits that haven't mixed very well, then this is an opportunity to finish it off. So I'm just giving it a quick mix because I'm paranoid um, that it's not properly mixed in. And then I'm going to give my hands a quick wash and then I can get it off for you. So 
So like I said, it's no touching the top of this uh, quiche dish. It's a 20 centimetre one, which I think is eight inches. And it's just perfect size for most of my air fryers. So just grab it, carefully pop it in. It'll, because of its size, it'll fit my uh, square air fry sizes like my scusori. If you do have um, a dual air fryer, which we're big fans of as well, what I suggest you do is you get yourself an, uh, a rectangular dish that will fit the dual. And then what you can actually do is you can do two quiches at once. So you could do two smaller ones uh, that are in a rectangular shape. Uh, you know, like a narrow one, um, like a loaf pan or something like that. And then they'll fit in those. And then we're going to start with... 180 Celsius, 360 Fahrenheit, and 20 minutes, and then press start. And we've beeped, so let's check on our impossible quiche so far. Oh, wow. Of course, if you head over to RecipeThis.com, we do have a visual for this so that you can have a proper look at it and you can download the free principal recipe card as well. So, of course, it's not cooked yet. I'm putting it back on to get the middle cooked because, as you know, air circulates and you want to get it in the right places. So we're going with another 10 minutes, 160 Celsius. That's 320 Fahrenheit. And then press start. Whilst the air fryer is cooking, I just wanted to grab you for a minute and mention to you all about the complete air fryer cookbook. It's our debut air fryer cookbook. It features 140 everyday easy peasy air fryer recipes, perfect for beginners, with step-by-step -step photos for some of the key techniques in the cookbook, such as how we make tofu, how we cook a whole chicken, um, how you cook steak or salmon in the air fry and so much more. It's just jam-packed with recipes. And I was always there going back to my publisher and saying, could you sneak in another recipe? Because I would really like this recipe in it as well. Unlike the influencers that are now jumping on the air fryer bandwagon. So just remember that when you're looking for help and advice and tips for using the air fryer. If you head over to RecipeThis.com, search Air Fryer Cookbook. There's the full details there. Or you can hop straight across to Amazon. And it's also in a lot of the popular UK retailers as well. And it's just brilliant. And if you're stateside, also know it's both metric and it's imperial. Just so that we can keep everyone happy. And we're not saying, oh, it's not suitable for you. Because we just want it to be perfect for everyone so of course head over and grab yourself a copy if you've not done so already it's just a tenner on amazon it's a great price and it will really teach you how to use the air fryer and we've beeped oh wow this quiche is huge i can't believe how big it is and like i said it it just fits in uh, to a 20 centimetre, which I think is about 8 inch um, cake tin. I got these from Lakeland and they're absolutely brilliant because they're just so big. 
And they hold a lot, and they're one of those bottomless ones, so you can easily get your quiche in and out of it. So I'm just going to let it sit for a bit. And then, of course, what you can do is if you're worried that your quiche is not done, um, depending where you live, to what you call it, either a cocktail stick or a toothpick, and then insert it in the middle. And if it comes out clean, then you know your quiche is done. And it's just brilliant for that. But, you know, quiche in the air fryer the idea here is you're not rolling out the pastry everything just comes together nicely you air fry it and like i said this makes a big batch so if you are using dual two loaf pans one in each um basket and it'll be perfect like that as well so it just depends what air fryer you've got or if you've got a smaller air fryer you could just do two of them in smaller containers and you'll just love this recipe it's just delicious Thanks for listening and it's been wonderful um, recording this episode for you and I just love talking about what I'm cooking right now at home with my kitchen gadgets and of course you're probably thinking now hang on a minute I need a visual I need to see how it's cooked what it looks like rather than it just being an audio and I also want a free principal recipe card so I can follow it along at home and of course ask any questions so if that's you if you head over to recipethis.com search for the recipe you can find that and so much more you can go metric imperial as well you can post comments and ask us follow-up questions and it's just a great alternative way for you to learn about this recipe and of course we've spent a long time over the last few years building up this podcast for you we would really 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 appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review because it really does help grow the podcast and then more and more people will see it and learn like you're learning all about the kitchen gadgets and i'm sam and thanks for listening